Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Ask Alika. I recently wrote an article called Raw versus Stage Content. What works better? So today I'm going to run through a few case studies of raw slash real content versus content that has been staged. And I'm going to look at, I'm going to share with you guys what has actually worked better. So whether it's social media marketing or any form of content marketing, whether you're running Facebook ads, Instagram ads, or even Google ads, you know, it's really interesting to know what actually works better in terms of the types of content that you're putting out there. I've actually got three scenarios that I'm going to run you guys through. Uh, One of them was, I actually spoke about a couple of weeks ago on the podcast, which was a video that we posted uh, on across our channels promoting Alika and promoting my personal brand. One of them was a song. I rewrote the lyrics to a song called Attention, right? So Attention is a song written by Charlie Puth. You just want attention. Rewrote the song with uh, my own lyrics about, and it's about digital marketing, okay? And we spent a lot of time just practicing the song setting up the stage for the song, recording the song and performing it at Alika and release it on our social media channels, put some ad spend behind it to see how well it would do in terms of engagement and also in terms of lead generation. Uh, and then I did like another song a few weeks after that where I just pulled out my guitar and started singing, okay? And it was a, a love song that I wrote to LinkedIn and I thought, okay, it'd be interesting to see the results of the two different types of content and the first piece of content that I did which was the staged content which was me singing the attention song with Beth um, which took a lot of work to produce that got something like 76 likes 56 comments and I think one lead that came out of that and it wasn't it wasn't really a qualified lead and then and, and we had ad money behind we put ad money behind that as well so that, those are the results for that particular post. Then the one that I did afterwards, which was me just pulling out a guitar and writing a love song and singing a love song to LinkedIn, right? That got me 215 likes, 70-something comments and quite a few good strong leads. Okay, I think two really strong leads and a few unqualified ones. Now, the raw post that I did with my guitar singing a love song to LinkedIn performed so much better than the staged piece of content, which I thought would have done better out of the two. And wow, like I got three times more engagement from the raw post than I did the staged one. I got, you know, more qualified leads uh, and he's just heaps more engagement and branding overall. And it took me like a, a quarter of the time to produce the raw piece of content so in terms of this case study I was pretty blown away by it because I really thought that that staged piece of content the attention song would have got me way more engagement than the raw one okay but I was proven wrong so that's case study number one the winner was the raw piece of content then case study number two is a property client um, that we did some work for and we ran Facebook slash Instagram ads slash Google ads and a bunch of stuff for them and we had two different types of ads we had one which was staged and it was like a shutter stock slash big stock type it was a photo stock sorry it was a stock photo that we used for the ad okay it's two people drinking wine 
in a kitchen, right? And it was very produced. Ran ads on that. Then we tried a variation of the ad, which was a picture of the exterior of the home. And obviously, it looked very beautiful, but it was the exterior of the actual home, which we were trying to sell for the client. And the exterior of the home killed the um, the stock photo ad. So the real piece of content performed so much better than the staged piece of content. So again, the winner was the real piece of content. And so what do we learn from, from the second case study? Well, well actually, I'll go, I'll go into that a bit later. Let, let's go to the third case study, which was us doing some work for TEDx. So we're a proud sponsor of TEDx Perth. Love them, love what they do, believe in it strongly. Um, we helped to promote some of their content, Facebook and Instagram particularly. So had some uh, budget ad spend for Facebook and Instagram, found some really interesting results. We had a staged Facebook slash Instagram ad that went out, which was a graphic, okay? Saying, you know, age of wonder, come to TEDx Perth, blah, blah, blah. 14 likes, one comment. We then had another advertisement, which was the real piece of content, which was a video slide showing uh, pictures of the speakers, the actual speakers. That's, and this is what I call the real a real piece of content because you're actually showing pictures of the speakers. They're not overly produced. What did we get? 102 likes, 36 comments, 17 shares. So the real content outperformed the stage content by a mile, like by heaps. So I find all these results across three case studies really interesting. What has it shown us? It shows us that real authentic content almost always wins. I think people are sick of overly produced content. I think people are sick of generic content and being, you know, the perception of being lied to. They don't like it. People want to see realness, rawness. And as the internet has progressed over decades, I think uh, more and more people want to see vulnerability. They want to, they want connection and they want relevance. So that's what it's taught me. Okay. And it's interesting because the TEDx case study you know, showed pictures of the speakers. But the previous example of the property client also showed had a ad that showed pictures of people. The pictures of people in the property ad didn't really work well, but the pictures of people in the TEDx ad worked really well. So is it about people? No, it's not about people versus things. It is about what's real. Okay, so people go to TEDx because they want to see the speakers. So when they see a promo, they want to see the speakers. They want to see what they're buying, similar to the property ad. People are not buying people when it comes to property. They're buying the property. <laughs> they're buying the views. They're buying the beautiful exterior. They're buying the beautiful kitchen. So they want to see the actual product. They want to see the house. So it's not about whether you've got people in your ads or people in your content. It's about what is relevant to the user. And if it's relevant to them, they'll see that as real. Right. So that's the other lesson I learned. Now, the other lesson that, that we learned is that it seems really easy to make things look raw and authentic, right? And one might think, okay, if I want to make something look authentic, I'll just whack out my iPhone and start um, recording myself talking and just whack that onto social media or whack that on as a Google ad and it'll do well. That, that's incorrect because it actually takes quite a bit of work to get something looking raw and real um, in the right way. You still need to plan what you're going to post. You still need to add value. You still need good audio, especially audio. Audio, I feel, is even more important than the image, than the um, visual. You still need to edit out, edit out white noise that's not relevant in your content. 
you still need to frame the story. So storytelling is really important with content marketing. You still need to distribute your post at a smart time using smart, clever copy. And you still need to A-B test your ads. Test, 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 test. We're constantly testing whenever we do any form of marketing. So um, to get something raw and authentic in the right way that's going to produce awesome results, you still need to put in a lot of work to get that result. So even, you know, I'll, I'll say with the first example of me um, pulling out my guitar and singing a song, love song to LinkedIn, I say that, you know, that took a lot less work than the staged song that I did with Beth. But it still took a lot of work, right? Like I, I sang that song multiple times before I released the final version, right? And I practiced it. So, you know, and there was some editing after that that we had to do. So it still takes a lot of work to get it all right. Okay, that's the, the third and last lesson. So these are some really interesting case studies that I wanted to share with you guys when it comes to your content marketing and your digital marketing. Raw versus stage content, what works better? In general, I feel that raw slash authentic content works better in this day and age of the internet. Um, look, if you've got any thoughts, if you've got any questions, reach out to us, subscribe to the podcast. Hope you have a lovely week. Until next Tuesday afternoon, peace. Oh.